God has good things for us. He has a mm-hmm. good calling on our life. But the best thing is to walk in the good calling that God has on your life, not the things that other people want you to do. I am yours, I am yours, I am yours, send me, Lord. I am yours, I am yours, I am yours. Welcome to the Gospel Centered Pro Life Podcast, a podcast designed to equip, encourage, and challenge you in pro life ministry, and always with a focus on the gospel. Stay tuned. I felt your passion, touched your heart. Use me, Lord, use me, Lord. Welcome back to the Gospel Centered Pro Life Podcast. Appreciate you guys joining us. My name is Daniel Parks. I am the West Coast Regional Shepherd for Love Life. So I oversee our efforts on the West Coast. And I'm joined with my co-host Vicky Cassiorg. Hey there, everyone. And Vicky Cassiorg is our director of sidewalk training. I have a new title. We've given her a new title. Vicky's awesome. She trains <laughs> a lot of people. And actually, we're flying her around the country to uh, various sidewalk ministries where we have a love life presence and just helping equip those sidewalk ministries by sending Vicky and her expertise out there to speak into that. And of course, uh, as we've shared in the past, we both have an expertise. I guess you can call it an expertise in sidewalk ministry. Basically, we've been doing it for a long time and we've made a bunch of mistakes and are trying to help you guys not make those same mistakes. That's right. Yeah. So in this episode, I'm kind of excited about it. We were talking about just various episodes that we wanted to do and various titles that we wanted to um, to cover. We cover stuff that's really nitty gritty and practical, you know, and then we cover stuff that's more like, um, I don't know, in the yeah, <laughs> philosophical I, realm. Yeah, kind of looking at what what is going to the, our heart, like what's going on inside of us, as yeah. opposed to practical advice on how to sidewalk counsel. But what are some things that are really discouraging? Yeah us that that we need to address. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because you can be as good a sidewalk counselor as you want. Mm-hmm. But and and have all the principles and all the boxes checked and all that stuff, but if the enemy uses some other things to neutralize you, right. um and you end up not going out through the sidewalk because you're distracted or because you're discouraged or whatever it may be, then all the practical stuff does you no good, right? Yeah, and I think, I love those words, but the enemy is using to neutralize you because the enemy is very crafty. Yeah. And the interesting thing is if you're following the Lord, he's probably not going to use bad things right. to neutralize you so much. He's not going it, to, it's less likely in my experience that I'm going to be tempted to do something that's outright bad or wrong. Right. I'm tempted by what is Good. Yeah. And that's how our podcast kind of developed. Yeah. Yeah. And the title is The Enemy of the Best is the Good. Yes. Now, if you've been around me any any amount of time, you've probably heard me say that. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I've heard a lot of others say that the enemy of the best is the good. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of that principle the scripture tells us the devil comes as an angel of light, right? right? The enemy comes, the devil, if we're walking with Jesus, like you said. Mm-hmm. 
The enemy's not going to come with some straight-up temptation to sin. I mean, certainly we know he can and he will, but a lot of times it, yeah. he comes in the subtleties. He comes in his craftiness because yeah. he knows if he just kind of shows all his cards, then you're not going to take the bait. But if he can come in craftiness, if he can come with yeah good things, but they're not the best things, right. then you can get distracted. And I think that's yeah. the main thing that we want to warn you guys about is just being distracted, yeah. getting distracted by other things, by things that vie for your time and your attention and your focus, whenever in reality, the best things are, they're certainly good things, right? If we're, if we're children of God, God has good things for us. He has a mm-hmm. good calling on our life, but the best thing is to walk in the good calling that God has on your life, not the things that other people want you to do. Right, right. And for me, those good things, it, it's less an issue of distraction as much as just losing energy. Yeah. Then I don't have the energy to put forth spiritual, emotional, whatever, to put yeah. forth for what God has indeed called me yeah. to do. Yeah. And so just to be real plain, the best things for mm-hmm. you as a believer in Jesus is what God has called you to. Right. That's the best thing. Now. Right. God calls people to all kinds of things. Mm -hmm. I certainly believe that there are more people called to do sidewalk ministry than are actually doing it. Yeah. There's a lot of people out there that should be doing this ministry that are not. Right. But I also don't believe that everyone is called to this ministry. Right. There are people that are called to do things in the political realm. Mm -hmm. There are people that are called to do things, you know, there's People that are called to be pastors of churches. Mm-hmm. And in order to do that and do that well, that's the best thing for them. Mm-hmm. They're really not going to be involved in the sidewalk ministry. Right. Now, I hope that their church would adopt a week and get involved with love life in some capacity. Um, but they're not going to be on the sidewalk, likely. Yeah. Uh, people who are called to be a missionary in you know China or Africa or wherever overseas they're called to. Uh, are not going to be able to do the sidewalk ministry because that calling is the best thing for them. If I was to come along and try to try to convince them they need to do sidewalk ministry when they're really called to go to China and be a missionary, yeah, then I would be I would be competing with the best thing for them by offering a good thing, right? right? So that's kind of the train of thought that we're going for here. Yeah, and I'm going to say I just want to affirm you guys that are listening to this. You're likely listening to this podcast. Because you are called to this ministry, whether you're called to it in some kind of a, you know, official full-time capacity as a Love Life missionary, or whether you're called to it as a lead volunteer or a volunteer, a weekly volunteer, monthly volunteer, whatever it is, you're likely called to this. And so what we're going to be speaking in kind of in the terms of is don't let good things compete with that calling, which would be the best thing. Right. If that's what God has for you. Now, right. I cannot tell you. What is the best thing for you? Vicky's not going to be able to tell you what's the best thing for you. You have to seek the Lord and, you know, we can maybe probably won't be able to drill into all of the principles that will tell you what are the best things for you. But the number one thing is you need to seek the Lord. Right. If you desire to do the thing, that's that's a good marker of like, this is probably what God is calling you to. But also you want others in your life speaking into that. Do you mm-hmm. Do you see in my life that God is calling me? to this particular ministry or that particular ministry. Talk with your pastor. Talk with people that love Jesus and that love you, that are close to you, and they can affirm the calling that you feel in your heart. Now, I do not mean to say that 
you, you're giddy about being involved in this ministry, it's often a cross to bear for us to step into the best thing that God has for us, right? right? Yeah. I mean, I think of the Apostle Paul. Mm-hmm. What was the best for him? It was to go and to be apostle, an apostle to the Gentiles, to bring the gospel to them. Because of that, um, it was pretty pretty difficult for the Apostle Paul, right? right. He had Stoned, shipwrecked, yeah. taunted, pri- imprisoned. Yeah. yeah. He didn't have an easy time of it, but he followed his calling. Yeah, he did. Yeah. And he followed it until he was, his life was taken because right. of the gospel. Right. That's what church history tells us. Yeah. And so, um, again, we're not going to be able to tell you what the best thing is for you. That's between you and the Lord. But if yeah. the best thing for you is to do this sidewalk ministry, I can tell you there's going to be good things that compete for your time and yeah. your attention. Yeah. So, and that's that was one of the things that kind of sparked the uh, the podcast and the article that I wrote. I was telling you about an incident that happened a while back that I've always felt guilty about. Yeah. Where I was on the sidewalk, and again, we're we're doing this whole article from the perspective, basically, of of if you're calling as a, as a sidewalk counselor. I was on the sidewalk doing what I was called to do, and um and someone came, great guy, but he showed up with a whole bunch of political tracks and wanted to um, have me hand them out to all my friends and family and all of our counselors and everyone in the pro life movement. In fact, needed to read and hand out these tracks, yeah. and and wanted me to then call my representative representative immediately and and then show up at a rally that weekend. Yeah. And I was just, as he's speaking, I'm thinking these are all, it was good. It was a good cause. I don't remember what it was at the moment, but there's always something in the, in yeah. the pro-life world. And, and I'm thinking this is all great, but I just was feeling panic thinking babies are dying. I'm here with a mission that God has set me on. And I I don't even want to take the time really to engage with him about this very serious and important subject, but it wasn't, it's not what I do. Yeah. I needed to focus on the sidewalk. And I actually told him, no, I, yeah. I won't do that. I'm, I'm so sorry, but this is what I do. This is what I need to do. I can't take the time to do that. Yeah. And, um, and he was, Kind of actually, I'm not sure he was thrilled with me. Right, I, uh, he looked a little bit taken aback, and um, and said, "Well, would it be okay for him to hand out the the pamphlets to my sidewalk counselors?" And I said, "Okay," but I even then I was thinking, "You shouldn't be doing that." Yeah, <laughs> I was thinking the best that that whole team could give to the Lord was to do exactly what they were doing. Yeah, not to be sidetracked by this. Very important and good thing. Yeah, and um, and then I felt great, great guilt, and and so I think what this story reflects is what I like to call the tyranny of the good, right? Of the urgent. There yeah. are urgent things we will all face them. There are good things we will all face them, but we do need to keep our focus on what God yeah. would would have us do. Yeah. So the scenario. If you guys didn't catch that, is she's out on the sidewalk reaching out as people are going in to the busiest abortion center in the southeast, 25 to 30 babies scheduled to die in that place. Right. And she and the team are there reaching out, trying to reach those moms. A guy comes along with political flyers, a good political movement and a good political push and some things that I don't, I don't again, I, like you, I don't it was know pro-life. exactly what it, it yeah. was definitely pro-life. Yeah. But <laughs> so in that scenario... Like, 
that's that's a terrible scenario to be focusing your attention on some kind of political thing. Like you're dealing really in the ditch with people that are dying at that moment. Right. If he could have read the situation well, he could have um, read that, okay, it's probably not a good idea for me to be drawing their attention away from this right now. Let me let me get her phone number or email address and email her about it. You know, that would be a good way to read the situation. Yeah. So we don't mean to say that standing against wicked stuff. I mean, I know in California, this AB 2223 bill, what they're calling the infanticide bill, is something that state of California at this point is like really close to passing. Yeah. And I want to get into all of that, but certainly we need to stand against that stuff. There are many of our people in California that stood against that. Certainly they do, but we're right there in the ditch and we're trying to stop people from killing their children. That's not the time for us to be focused on those other things, to be thinking about those other things. Like people are dying inside of the building right there. We need to focus on, on that. Yes. Now we'll say too, that for, for the brother that came by to share those things with you, right? Maybe the best for him is that, is that political movement and all of that stuff. That's maybe the best thing for him. Oftentimes the best things for us will draw other people. It'll be the the best things for us or the good things for other people whenever they're really in the vein of the best thing for them. All of this is between you and the Lord. No one can tell you really what's the best thing for you. You've got to seek the Lord and figure out where he's got you and where he wants you. The point of this podcast is you can't do everything or you'll burn out and end up doing Nothing. You'll do nothing well. And so that was the first main point is that no one can do all things well. And I would even, I would take what you said. I agree with what you said. But um, but I also believe that at no point would what he, <laughs> what he was asking me to do be my best. Yeah. I, I, I know my limitations. And that's one of the things right. we're going to get through as we talk about. And we kind of wrote up principles of discerning. What is best? And the very first one is really what you've already said. Be in the word and heed God's calling. Yeah. God doesn't want us frazzled, discouraged, um, never having time for for to prioritize the things that God wants us to prioritize. Yeah. So um, I was thinking in scripture, there's so many examples of that where um, there is a leader that God has appointed. He's given them the mission. That leader knows his mission, and he's overwhelmed. Yeah. Um, Moses, Elijah, uh, Jesus himself. Well, I don't know yeah. that I would describe Jesus himself as overwhelmed. Right. Uh, but, but Jesus himself appoints in, in every one of those cases and in every case in the Bible where there is a leader, God um, does urges that leader or someone in that through God's inspiration, someone urges that leader to delegate. Yeah. And there are some things to just let go because yeah. they can't do it all. So, um, uh, you know, find out what your mission is before God. He will reveal it to you. If yeah. you're in the word, if you're in prayer, if you're seeking godly people's um, advice and counsel, he will reveal it. Yeah, and then follow that with all your heart. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So so that was the first thing that we had already well, kind l- of— Let me mention, too, along those lines, delegation yeah. can, can be a key. Yeah. Because you can't do everything. And even Jesus, as you mentioned, 
delegated, right? Remember, he sends out his disciples. He can't go into every city at one time, so yeah. he sends them out. Yeah. And um, so certainly delegation is a key, but you can't start delegating stuff until you actually know what God has called you to. Correct. Right? And right. so right. being in the Word and uh, and heeding God's calling is a um, a really critical way to figure out what is the best for you. And yeah. like I yeah. said, like you mentioned, yeah, getting other the, people's feedback is really key. That's the that's the first step. And then once you figure that out, I think the second thing is prioritize. Yeah. Prioritize your time, prior, prioritize your focus, your energy, um, and a general kind of priority I don't know, framework, I think for really every believer, maybe you'll disagree with me, but God is at the top. Prioritize spending time with God, reading his word, uh, worshiping him, uh, speaking to him, having a relationship with him. That's number one. Yeah. And then second is your family. Yeah. And uh, uh, spending, making, having targeted time when you are spending time with and meeting the needs of, of your family. And then thirdly, I think would be your calling, right. focusing on your calling. This is where maybe there's some disagreement. I thought third was focusing on your calling, and then fourthly, restorative activities yeah. and time for rest, whatever, giving yourself a cushion where you recharge your batteries. And then if after all of that, then you can look at those good things and decide do you have the time, the energy, the inclination, the desire yeah. to do those? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a great framework. You know, I would say, it's as we're talking about good things, mm-hmm. I mean, we're talking about political things. Yeah. Uh, or maybe on the flip side, if God's best for you is to be involved in the political realm, we're talking about sidewalk ministry then. Maybe that's one of those kind of peripheral good things right. that you could do. Yeah. I would say you can do the good things. You can go to political rallies. You can go out to the sidewalk if your focus is politics. I mean, I'm trying to think of some other examples. You know, if you're a missionary overseas, that's the best for you. When you're in town, you know, visiting family, maybe you go out to the sidewalk or something like that. Maybe you go to a political rally. I, I don't know. Yeah. But you should never do the good things at the expense of the best things. Right. Again, the enemy of the best is always the good. You can do good things, but you should never do good things at the expense of the best. Right. And so that priority list for me helps me to stay focused on, uh, am I really giving my best in the proper priority of what God has has called me to? called me to do. Yeah. And um and remembering that I, that we cannot do it all. We've already said that that's another principle. Remember that. Don't be ashamed right. of that. We can't do it all. Yeah. Like I think in the in the article I I said at at some point I could be involved politically. I was actually politically involved much more so before I became a sidewalk counselor. Yeah. But to do both of them, I will be basically a lousy sidewalk counselor and a lousier political advocate yeah. because I can't. I know my limitations. So yeah. part of knowing that um, that you can't do it all is is to know what your own personal limitations are right. in yeah. terms of energy, physical, time, yeah. Yeah. whatever. I mean, some people have a higher capacity. Some people can spin plates 
in all kinds of directions and they can do a lot of stuff and do it all well. Right. Yeah. Um, and some people are sort of singularly focused. Yeah. Now I'm, I'm learning. I've learned to spin some plates and that sort of thing. Yeah. But really my bend is toward being singularly focused. Like right. I can do one thing and do it well. Yeah. But by God's grace, he's helped me spin some plates. And I think the season I'm in right now, I'm doing the best that the Lord has for me. Um, but I do have to I do have to know myself and know my limitations. Like one thing I do know about myself is I have to have a day to disconnect. And you need a nap too. And I need a nap. Right. <laughs> yes. I do have to take naps uh-huh. on a regular basis. Uh-huh. And I do need a day to disconnect. Right. So the best for me yes. is for me to take a day to disconnect. Yes. So when a good thing comes in, a ministry opportunity or, you know, political rally or you know, worship night at church or something like that, which actually that might be more of a refreshing time for me. But really, I just need a time to disconnect, to be at home, to walk slowly, you know, mm-hmm. and just ponder <laughs> ponder life for a day, to go and wander around the mall or Walmart or something, yeah. just disconnect yeah. from ministry. I have yeah. to have that. Yeah. Some people can do without that, I, I think, Yeah. but not me. And so I know my limitations and I know... In that particular situation, I know what's the best for me, right? And also, have learned that I can't do it all, right? And the next point, and this is probably the hardest point for me, yeah. Don't feel guilty or feel the need to apologize. Yeah, you've you you know what your calling is. You've prioritized your life. You know what your limits are. You know you can't do it all. And then when someone asks you to do that good thing, and you know that you need to say no, you don't need to feel bad about it. Yeah. I do. I still feel bad about it every time I tell no to someone. Yeah. But I'm, I'm urging me and all of you listening, you should not feel guilt or the need to apologize for trying to be the best that God has called you to be and determining, like on your day of rest, for example, Daniel, I I imagine that there are some people that think, yeah, Daniel's got to go play airsoft instead of yeah, right. <laughs> instead of um, <laughs> coming in and recording another podcast or whatever. Yeah, and I do think that we can be very hard on each other. Yeah, we can look at how everybody else lives their life and say that is not what they should be doing. Yeah. Um. So. But we shouldn't have to apologize. We shouldn't have to explain ourselves. Yeah. Um, and I think all of us need to remember to extend respect and grace to, to each other that are doing their best as they see before God doing their best. Yeah, and, absolutely. And um, that, that doesn't mean that in brotherly love and Christian love that we should not point out if we don't, if we really do think there's a problem yeah. and an issue. But... Um, but anyway, I, I think that that for me is one of the hardest parts. I do feel guilt when, right. when I say no to those good things, like I did that day when that political guy came and handed me all the tracks. Yeah. I think I did what was the right thing, but um, but I still felt bad about it. I felt bad about it actually even for months. It happened yeah. maybe even a year ago. Right, yeah. Um, one thing I do want to point out in this same vein is the pro-abortion crowd accuses us of being hypocrites. Yeah. If we advocate for the unborn, but we don't 
do foster care. We don't have, we haven't adopted 10 children. We are not feeding the homeless and um, we're not working in every pregnancy resource center, you know, within a 20 mile radius. And we don't want to fall into that same trap. That is, that is wrong. That is illogical. Right. And we don't want to fall into that same trap towards each other that unless we're doing all the pro-life things, we're not really being, you know, doing what God has called us to do. Yeah. That is an an inaccurate um, and impossible uh, thing to do. Yeah. I mean, the question often, again, this is from pro-abort people on the sidewalk or wherever, are you going to adopt any of these children? How many children have you adopted? That's always the, how many, how many children have you, um, have you done foster care for? Right. That's right. right. Well, I understand that that's a a very, uh, that's the best for some people. Yeah. Adoption, foster care and all that, that's the best for them. Um, but for me, I cannot do it all. Right. And I certainly couldn't do what I'm doing now and do foster care. Now, maybe God will give me grace and open up that door, and that would be the best for me and my family at some point. But it's not right now. I know my limitations, yeah. and yeah. I don't feel guilty for that. I don't yeah. feel guilty that I'm not doing that because I know what the best for me is. But a lot of times that stuff is just a distraction. Yeah. And again, it's just the the devil trying to heap guilt on us when in reality we're doing what God has called us to. And uh, we're keeping our focus on him, not on what other people say as far as like, we certainly want the input from other godly people. Mm-hmm. If you got godly people speaking in your life and they see a gift in you and you're not utilizing that gift, but you're doing some other things that are not utilizing that gift, then you need to take heed. But if you just got a bunch of ungodly people throwing accusations at you, or even your own conscience sometimes right. throwing accusations against you, you you know probably just need to give it to the Lord. Yeah. Yeah, I'll say, too, this kind of manifests itself. You mentioned before we started recording this podcast that we get emails and stuff, and uh, we love to hear from you guys. We love to hear you know, input, feedback, questions that you have about Sidewalk Ministry. It's, it's our focus. We love those things. But we get emails and, you know, calls from people want us to do all kinds of things. You know, I've even read got people. Read all kinds of things. <laughs> yeah, I've gotten people want me to read their book. They want right. me to, you know, do this or do that. And I just can't, I don't have the bandwidth to do all of that yeah. stuff. I can't read every pro-life article that's ever been written and give my opinion on it. Right. You know, I can't, right. I can't read every pro-life book and give my opinion on it or whatever. And so I have to, you, you have to call some of that stuff out because you'll wear yourself out. Yeah. I mean, I'll just tell you, I, I am not obsessed with the issue of abortion. Okay, it does not consume my life as much as I'm involved in this ministry, and this is the passion of my heart. Mm-hmm. I'm obsessed with Jesus and the gospel. Yeah. Like I want Him. I want to be near to Him. So I don't spend every waking hour of my life thinking about abortion and reading books about abortion. I do my due diligence to be well informed of these things, um, but I want to know God more and more. And that translates right. into what I do in this ministry. So the best, best, best thing is to know Jesus and then find out what he's calling you to. That's the best thing. Yeah. And to walk in that calling. Um, so I say that just, you know, if if any of you listening have sent me an article and I haven't responded to it or whatever, it's probably just because I don't have the time to read all that stuff. Right. That that just happened to me just, uh, I think it was yesterday, maybe the day before, someone who I love sent me an article and, I, and said, do you want me to continue to send these? And I said, no, 
please don't. Yeah. It's not that I don't appreciate so much that, that you love these things and that you're thinking of me. But I just, just what you said, I just don't have the bandwidth yeah. to, people send this stuff all the time. But what you were saying about God and, and being immersed in, in Him that he is our should be our our top focus. That is the very best. Is kind of the last point yeah. that that we make in in this article is rejoice, rejoice in the Lord that He has given you the privilege of knowing your calling and equipped you to do it, and then do it to the best of your ability. Because if you don't, then that is one of the pieces of His plan that is not being what he has called them to be, yeah. and that can disrupt everything. Yeah. So, you know, the, the Bible uses the analogy of the body, the body of Christ, and speaks about the uh, a human body. Right. A toe is not a finger, a finger is not a toe, and every part of the body has to work. It's complementary, yeah. but they can't. No, the toe can't replace the finger and vice versa. Right. Yeah. So you need to do your best. Let everybody else do their best, yeah. And um, and hopefully the body then is, you know, functioning functioning optimally. Yeah, to give glory to the head, to give to glory Jesus. to the Lord. Yeah, and you know, understanding that we're all connected. None right. of those different components we talked about the political area, we talked about the sidewalk area. There's a lot of other things that have to yeah. do with pro life ministry and yeah. all that other stuff. And none of those things are bad, right? Um. Those things are, are good things, and those things are the best things for those who are called to them. Right. So by God's grace, we'll stay focused on the best things for us. Mm-hmm. We'll not let the good choke out the best. Uh, we'll not do the good things at the expense of the best, mm-hmm. and we'll keep our eyes fixed on Jesus. Amen. 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 All right, guys, we appreciate you joining us for this podcast episode. We'd appreciate if you guys would share this episode with others that you think it would be a blessing to. You can reach out to me, Daniel, at lovelife.org. You can reach her, Vicky with a Y, at lovelife.org. Give us some feedback about this podcast or other episodes, maybe some ideas of other episodes that we could do. And leave us a review if you um, find the time to do that. It would be a real blessing to us. Let us If it would be your best. Yes. Leave us the best <laughs> review that you can. If you're just going to leave us a good review, then don't leave us a review. <laughs> right. We want best. We want five stars. Um, no, we would appreciate that just to help us to get up in the ranking so other people will see this podcast and can partake in the blessing that hopefully it is to you. Um, but with that, until next time, God bless. God bless you all. Give me an outlet for love. Give me Gratitude. I know it will cost me my life, but nothing's too precious since I met you.